Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast, featuring Ted Ings and his distinguished guests. Each week, you'll gain valuable insights to level up your game in retail automotive's fixed operations. This episode is brought to you by BG Products, partners beyond products. And now, here's Ted Ames. Welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. It is a great honor to welcome back Kaylee Helio, who is the sales and marketing manager at Parts Edge. Kelly, welcome back to the conference. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm, this is a great event and I'm, I'm really happy to be here. We're really happy to have you. You've got an amazing panel at this event too. You're, we're really talking about a lot of new things that are happening in, in parts. There's a, a whole new aura coming. And, uh, and of course, there's some important things we need to address, which you're going to help us do today. But uh, really excited about all you got going, Kaylee. And, uh, you know, I hear and I see parts edge everywhere now when I look online. So congratulations to you. Thank you. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's getting out there more, but I'm also think that dealers are, are looking at their parts department a little bit differently than they did a few years ago. So I really think that's a part of a lot of the, you know, maybe seeing parts edge more or, or everything. So, yeah, yeah. Well, Hey, you're, you're keeping us focused and keeping us grounded. What are we going to talk about today? So today I want to talk about the trend of obsolescence. Okay. Well, you know what? That's a topic that's come up, but I think you're going to get into some depth on it. And I think we're ready to hear about that, Kaylee. So thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, you know, a lot of times obsolescence gets brought up and there's this constant battle of let's get rid of it. How do we get rid of it? But I'm going to take you guys a step back and look at the domino effect of obsolescence, basically the trend of obsolescence. So we all know the parts and service department is responsible for, I think, even more than half of dealership gross profits, right? Um, it's a billion dollar industry. 75 billion of that is sales of parts. So so it's a big deal. You know, parts and service is is, uh, is a big opportunity and um, is one of those second largest capital investments behind um, used cars. Mm-hmm. And so... Although this has changed, it's often found that, you know, parts departments are underfunded, undersupported, understaffed, and then they're also blamed for for things not happening. So um, we're going to change that. We're going to talk about the mindset, the shift. Um, how can we change that within our parts departments? And I think the number one thing is look at your processes, invest in tools and support, ongoing education, Historically, we've always let parts managers just kind of learn on the job, which that's how we're supposed to learn. But we also should invest in their education to um, really learn about, you know, inventory management, how to be a parts or how to be a manager. Um, So they can shift their thinking from reactive to proactive. Because that's what happens when you get stuck in the day to day and we react to everything and we don't have time to look at things and then um, what did we talk in our panel today where it was, um, you know, how can we look at things so that the parts manager can look at it as a biz- their own business rather than in the day to day. You had, you had a couple parts managers saying it's like three businesses in one. It's the retail, they got the wholesale and now they've got the online Kaylee. And that's really an exciting new dawn in in parts, because I think you're going to see a, an explosion uh, in the way parts are sold and uh, 
um, you know, the way that they're offered and the way they're marketed. So, you know, this is the right time to be talking about this because we got to get our house in order, right? Like you're saying, you know, to be able to move forward. Exactly. Because now that we have these three separate departments, we need to make sure there's processes in place to support each department so that they can be successful. Like we've always said, you're either in wholesale or not. You know, that's the same thing with online sales. You're either in or you're not, and you need to, you know, develop the the training and support to be able to to be in it because that's where we we're going, right? Um, all right. So then we're going to get into obsolescence. So obsolescence that sits at 18 percent or higher, um, and it continues to come back. That's a huge red flag. At Parts Edge, our goal is always zero percent, and I've seen it with parts managers. It takes really working hard to get it and maintain it at a low percentage. But if it's sitting at 18% or higher, um, that's a red flag. What is going on? Why is this obsolescence happening? Why do you continue to have it? I also want to take another step back and and obsolescence is um, tracked differently. But overall, I think uh, as an industry, 12 months, 13 months or higher, that's that's an obsolete part, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure we all know what obsolescence, how we identify it. Absolutely. and then, so the sources, this is the domino effect. Um, so we start with excess inventory. So excess is defined as a part that is on hand, that has an on-hand quantity that exceeds your calculated best stocking letter level. These parts can become hidden because they are parts that are selling, but your DMS said you needed five, but you have 10. So those five, extra five are in excess, which can, even though they're selling, you have more than you need and it can trickle down into the category, the next category of um, leading to obsolescence. Um, so it's, it's really important to track this category of inventory so that it doesn't get out of hand. Then we have four stock. This is the number one <laughs> reason for obsolescence. And we talked about this today too, where yeah. um, special orders, you know, uh, parts that, that your DMS said you didn't need and um, you have it. So these parts can typically make up b- between 30 to 50% or um, of your on-hand value. That's a large percentage of parts that you're, you have on hand that you ordered that your DMS said you shouldn't have. Um, we do need special orders, right? We do need to be able to um, order those to basically, you know, what assess whether or not you need to, to stock that part. Um, but gaining control over these cat this um, category is very important um, in your process because it's not just it's um, o- overordering by technicians, um, returns from wholesale customers, and now even online sales if you do allow returns. Um, manufacturer programs um, that can be a huge um, lead into forced stock, um, and you know order error. You know you have a new parts mm. counter person. It, it, it happens. It's part of the business. Um, but if you're not tracking it again, um, it's going to lead into um, obsolescence. In fact, even the great parts leaders on your panel at this event, Kaylee, all of them talked about different parts of this forced stock and they all recognized it. And you know what? You know, it's it's a huge part of everybody's business. So, yeah. 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 It, it's part of business, right? You have to have forced stock to, to know what you need to stock. Um, but if you just kind of let it be there and just kind of not track it and just let it sit and figure it, say it's going to figure out itself, it's not going to. And so that's what they were talking about with the process to you know, really control it, your special order process. Um, and then this is technical obsolescence. So 
Um, it's a term that we adopted early on and um, it's the parts with no sales or rece- uh, receipts in a small, uh, I can't talk, <laughs> seven to 12 month period. So these parts have a 95% chance of selling um, and they're headed towards obsolescence. So these are the really what you need to track. And, and we have a great ebook on this actually that you can um, do some calculation to be able to, um, I guess, basically uh, see what you you have coming at you in obsolescence. So basically you take all the parts in the seven to 12, 12 month category, divide it by six, because that's a six month period. That's your average of what you're, what's going to come at you and ob- to go into the next co- category of obsolescence. So if you're not accruing or have um, a return allowance of let's say 5,000 or more, because maybe that's what the calculation equals to, then your obsolescence is going to grow by 5,000. So this is a great category to really help forecast and and control your obsolescence moving forward. Okay, that was a lot (laughs) in one (laughs) sentence. Um, Yeah, so and then the next thing we talk about is finding a happy balance because these are a lot of categories. This is a lot of information, a lot of data, but finding a happy um, balance of healthy amount of obsolescence. When when you have a new parts manager come in and they've... um, they're taking over a lot of obsolescence. It's, you know, as a leader, it's your job to make sure that they're set up to be able to um, get that to a more controllable amount. Because coming into that, I guess, nightmare or headache is uh, overwhelming because that's not just one of the headaches that they're going to have to deal with. So um, just finding a happy balance of, of what um, obsolescence is a healthy amount for your dealership. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about um, just the most issues that parts and service comes um, is the lack of being proactive. I I think I mentioned it before where they get, they're so stuck in the day to day where they're not given the tools or the data to be able to treat it as their business to be more proactive. How can we grow business? What at what categories do we need to look at in inventory to make better decisions? So this is the most important thing is giving your team the tools to be more proactive. And I think I'll get a bonus point for saying proactive again. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. (laughs) Um, Okay. So then we're exploring the the possibilities. So investing in your team, um, you can have more sales because you have more of the right parts um, by looking at these categories of your inventory and controlling them better and not wasting your time on constantly trying to get rid of obsolescence. Um, That's pretty much main thing with that one. And then that's it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So Kaylee, part of what you do at Parts Edge, you help dealers understand obsolescence. Uh, I know you've got white papers on it, but uh, you know, you really help improve these processes to, you know, avoid this and uh, to help dealers work through it. Yeah, we do. We, we, we show parts managers and dealers their, their true data and really how um what their how their inventory health is and how we can improve and we we actually help the parts managers with those improvements rather than just saying here you go good luck we're like working with the parts manager to really like figure out what needs to happen within the DMS the goal is always the same producing a better inventory but each parts manager's needs are different their levels are different their experience is different so that's my job is really assessing okay where are they at what do they actually need um, but again, the goal is always the same, producing the most profitable inventory. Kaylee Filio, everybody, is easy to reach. Uh, her company, partsedge.com. You can check them out online. 
Uh, her email is here, uh, kaylee.filio at partsedge.com. And might be even easier to connect with her on LinkedIn. She's on LinkedIn uh, every day and uh, she's always posting and uh, is a great advocate and a great friend of the fixed ops community. And Kelly, we're very grateful to you uh, in opening our eyes to a lot of new possibilities in parts. Love what you've done here and love the panel at this event. And uh, I want to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Thank you. Well. Thanks. Thanks. It was great to be able to share that. So I appreciate it and happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we enjoyed it so much. Uh, Kaylee, thank you for all you do for our industry. Uh, Kaylee Filo, everybody from Parts Edge here today at the Fixed Stops Roundtable. Thank you.